It should be unit value or the minimum value. The minimum value. Does that mean during the peaking period, a lot of the energy will go wasted? So, if we grid connectivity, and we are tapping the energy at a consistent value, that consistent value would be the minimum, not the maximum. And that is why it is very important to have a very robust what infrastructure? Storage infrastructure, which is what this National Mission on Energy Storage System talks about. Now, when we talk about storage, we will certainly be talking about the batteries, precisely the lithium-ion batteries. Is there a question now? Lithium-ion batteries. Okay. Now, the present situation is that India, for all its battery needs, of lithium-ion battery needs, depends 100% on imports. And this is a costly technology. There is the exports estimate which says that if at all we have to have a production of around 175 gigawatts by 2022, we should have a storage ability, I mean, parallel to that, of something around 75 gigawatts. So to have that huge storage value on imports is not feasible. And that is why this particular mission primarily aims at funding, funding, R&D, research and development in lithium and battery technology. This mission will also work out the various market and finance models. For bringing it in the market, you must have heard about this uh, policy called as Spain policy. Have you? Faster adoption and manufacturing of electric vehicles policy, right? So that is particularly on this front. So, kaha subsidy dena hai, konse vehicles pe pehle aap leke hoge, all these things. Look at from a different perspective as well. There is an already ongoing mission called as national. E-mobility mission. <coughs> National e-mobility mission. Under this, the government of India has promised that by 2030, achha, this policy is based on the assumption, a logical one, that the fossil fuels are exhaustible resources, one, and that fossil fuels contribute to the climate change. And hence, we must walk out of its dependence. And hence, e-mobility mission is all about development of e-vehicles as a replacement for the fossil fuel dependent vehicles. So, Niti Aayog has suggested that you will commit to by 2030, you will be 100% vehicle electric so that's the target that by 2030, 30% of the Indian vehicular traffic would comprise the e-vehicles. Similarly, the other nations are also coming with their commitment. For example, just a couple of them, by 2030, you know, rather 2040, UK 
and France, they have committed 400 percent conversion. By 2025, Norway has said that they will go for complete transformation. I hope you must have come across this news that Norway became the first country to have banned deforestation. And we all agree that on the need basis, they could have been easily the last to do that. Right? But they are proactive in the decision making vis-a-vis reactive that we prefer. Right. Anyway, so that's about the national mission on energy storage system. I say little national mission on mathematics. Did I get? Little national mission on mathematics. Scholarship. 
यहां से प्रीलिम्स के लिए भी क्वेश्चन बनता है रामानुजम स्कॉलरशिप दिस इज मेंट फॉर दोज एनआरआईज हु आर डूइंग देयर पोस्ट डॉक्टरल रिसर्च फॉर पोस्ट डॉक्टरेट्स पोस्ट डॉक्टरेट्स किसको बोलते हैं इन द ladder of research you start with a phd completing that you become a doctor in that and then you go for post doctoral research where you are much more independent you carry out your own research work as per your own individual design of the research post doctorate so that's a higher order these people would be invited to india under ramanujam you know scholarship mission for some, let's say four years or five years or six years whatever the project duration may be for and they will be allowed to join india's best For example, IITs, IASC, ICERs, all these, when they will work for a very handsome fellowship per month to be paid. After which they will be free to take a call if they feel like continuing here. They may or they may look for other avenues. Ramanujam Fellowship. Now there is another thing called as Inspire Fellowship or Inspire Scholarship. Please, this को highlight कर लेना. और इस पे एक शॉर्ट नोट जरूर से बना लेना बिकॉज़ दिस इज़ अ मच मोर एग्जॉस्टिव प्रोग्राम इंस्पायर इज एक्चुअली प्रोग्राम अंडर डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ साइंस एंड टेक्नोलॉजी आई टच अपॉन ओनली वन माइक्रोस्कोपिक पार्ट ऑफ इट इंस्पायर प्रोग्राम कवर्स इंडियन स्कूल स्टूडेंट इंडियन अंडर ग्रैड्स इंडियन यू नो पोस्ट ग्रैड्स इंडियन पी एच डीज और इंडियन फैकल्टीज एज वेल उंट <laughs> you know per month fellowship over 80000 or so which has been revised recently and other than that the inspire document mentioned that post the 4 to 5 years of the project time period during which they work with these labs post that they may end up getting the government jobs and you would agree this would be the real show stealer right government job milega ye soch ke कई लोगों ने अपना वो जगह छोड़ के और इंडिया की तरफ रुख किया ये बड़ा एक फेमस जोक चल रहा था जो ब्रह्म सुंदर पिचाई गॉड इन न्यूज दैट व्हेन हिज मदर वाज इंटरव्यूड लाइक व्हाट डू यू हैव टू से व्हेन यू कम योर सेंटर द टीम नाउ देयर राइट व्हिच शी सेड इट्स ऑल गुड बट हैड यू वर्क अ बिट मोर तो यहां की ये रियलिटी है तो ये सोच के बड़े लोग आए अब मैं आपको बता देता हूं Last year, the Hindu published the performance appraisal of the Inspire program. It is anything but inspiring. There have been many, uh, you know, loopholes that have been brought out. Loopholes like the people have not been paid the per month fellowship. साल भर के दो साल के एंड में उनको फेलोशिप मिलती है मतलब सरकार पैसे चुराती नहीं है बस देती नहीं है ना तो they're like they they get the entire money all at once and there is the you know financial year going to end so tax assessment में आपके पैसे निकल जाएंगे तो जल्दी खर्चो उसको so that's the biggest problem with them. The other is they said that the institutions have not been very welcoming to them. I mean, the people who are originally working, they feel like Darwin Hill will get here, then we will select out one. So they are not very, you know, like they are from outside. So they have not been very welcoming. 
So there are many other problems, and not even 10% of the people have got the government jobs. What these people ignored, that this is India, and particularly when it says that they may get the government job, may not is implied. <laughs> and this is what the reality is. INSPIRE stands for Innovation in Science Pursuit. Innovation in Science Pursuit. Innovation in Science Pursuit. For Inspired Research. For Inspired Research. Our whole attention is a good short form. So that you feel good. I have a very strong feeling that our policy makers make the abbreviation first <laughs> and then they work out this possible full form. You will all agree with me, just wait and watch. Anyway, Agla Lipa, visiting advanced, visiting advanced joint research facility scheme. Visiting advanced joint research facility scheme. Visiting Advanced Joint Research Facility Scheme. Anji, tell me. Abbreviation, tell me. Visiting Advanced Joint Research Facility Scheme. Yes. 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 I told you. 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 We will do it. Now, this is meant for those Indians who are faculties abroad. So, this faculty is given. So, this could be a simple question. You know, Ramanujan for whom, Inspire for whom, and Vajra for whom. For faculties abroad, Bhakis are almost same. They'll be joining India's best, and they'll be paid a handsome amount for four years, five years, or whatever, and then they will be ready to again join back their parent institution. Vajra. If Nam Tala, that is the main motive. Anyway, so you can keep suggesting that. The हमारे क्या है the rewarding or the incentive for doing good science is not there as the raise in the pay which is what China follows हमारे क्या अच्छा दस साल से assistant professor चलो अब आप हो गए associate so when you know that it is a time bound process that's going to happen you don't have the spirit to work hard and earn yourself that position anyway अगले suggestion में आ जाते हैं improve the culture of research Culture of research. Okay. How will we do that? We know that we have a problem of quality hierarchical system. Wherein even if there is someone at the one particular you know, layer of the ladder, the other you know, hierarchy of the head will not ensure the progression of the idea problem. So what we did? We selected some areas in the science which because of the importance current will be kept out of this hierarchical dominance and will be given a much more free flow of the fund and better administrative autonomy so that it can progress at a faster rate. What I am talking about is called as centers of excellence. So we are creating in the universities centers of excellence with higher financial and administrative autonomy and administrative autonomy and administrative autonomy in the areas like in the areas like yes biotechnology we see yes NT 
nanotechnology, telecommunication, etc. We have the centers of excellence in IIT Delhi, IIT Madras, we have that. Fine. Then we are also creating university research parks. University research parks, which are assembly points. Within or near the university campus, within or near the university campus, for, for university and business houses. So what would happen to this? There will be an exchange of research ideas and business skills. Other than business skills, the business houses might also contribute through fund. And this union would lead to a very fruitful synergy leading to the culture of startups. In the recent times, we have seen many such startups coming from the universities because of this research park culture that we are building. IIT Delhi Jao, so So we can keep creating more of them. You must have heard about similar frequency with respect to ISRO. ISRO is creating innovation centers. Remember that? It started with one in Agartala and then it is following that up with one in Jalandhar, Kochi. There are six, one, six that they have planned to you know, come up with. Main aim can meeting with the young students, get to know the ideas, supplement them with the skills that they have and lead to some fruitful conclusions. So many such innovation centers are now you know, being brought out by the different agencies, like the ones that I've talked about, ISRO. Okay, so that will do a lot to improve the culture of research. Okay. Another thing. This is something that is growing at a very fast pace. The entire paradigm of teaching and learning is going to be revolutionized through MOOCs. Question as a type. What is MOOC? Refers to massive open online courses. Massive open online courses. Look, talent is So we have small places, underdeveloped places, lack of infrastructure, but we have real brainy people there. But the problem is that we don't have enough infrastructure to incubate that idea into a larger you know, structure. Now, to make up for that, combining that with the digital revolution that the world is going through, we are entering the world of, or we have already entered rather, MOOCs. I was once, you know, went into a protest by university and I remember a very senior professor in a way of scaring the people out there made a statement, but I took it as a different way because <coughs> this is what the, that was there in the mind. He said, that the growing belief is that for every subject, the entire world would need a maximum of five good teachers. The entire world. And that would suffice the need of the entire world. Thanks to this. 
So what MOOCs is all about is about the digital platforms. For example, you might have heard of such platforms that offer courses online. For example, Udemy. For example, edX. Or for example, Coursera. Kabhi isko Google karo and you'll find that on these platforms there are beautiful customized courses as per requirements that are available. People from any corner can join these courses at a you know nominal fee that they will charge for the certificate that they award certainly and the best of the educators to the videos to the assignments to many tasks which is very grilling let me tell you it is much difficult to get a certificate to the courses here if at all anyone is holding a contrasting opinion then getting a pass certificate from Indian University because in Indian universities there are many ways of getting you know that passing uh, every university has got something but as moderation committee जब मास में लोग खेलो जाते हैं ना तो बैठती है एक मॉडरेशन कमेटी वो कहती है कि सभी को 20 20 नंबर दे दो और ये जस्टिफाइड करप्शन चलता है हमारे यहां तो इस तरीके से पास होते हैं कुछ लोग 500 रुपए 2000 रुपए का नोट लगाते हैं हमारे साथ आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट माय एक्सपीरियंस
a good seven, eight months. So, and then, of course, get to see the entire country. Right. <coughs> last little part before we move to the next topic, some uh, important recent uh, science policies. keep noting them down. Number one, serve the earth. I hope you remember the term sir, science and engineering research board. Last class when we had looked at this, I made you write that uh, promote investigator-led research. When we understood that the government of India would be funding those research projects, which the scientists have started, shown results, only then will the government chip in. And then I said under DST was a body created called Science and Engineering Research Board. The role of Science and Engineering Research Board was to fund or you know allocate the funds to the industry. revise So So under this, DIA stands for Kya Distinguished Investigator Award. Distinguished Investigator Award. Distinguished Investigator Award. This is meant for those individuals who have performed well in SERB-funded projects. Who have performed well in SERB-funded projects. So, we incentivize funding Those who have got funded and they have given a good scientific productivity, they will be given an uh, you know award of something around 15,000 rupees per month for three years. Quantum so just know that it is a system to incentivize the good work again. Very important. Next. Tear. Transport. Teacher associates. Teacher associates for research excellence. Teacher associates for research excellence. Last class we saw that the colleges and the state universities, their scientific productivity is minimal. Next to me. Uh, the reasons are yes, of course, the people are not trained to do science. Second, there is a lack of infrastructure, the fund allocated. So, research to So, TEAR is nothing but a mobility scheme. Mobility scheme for the faculties of colleges. For the faculties of colleges. Mobility We will allow the college faculties to go for a short period of research time in India's best. Yes, IITs, IISC, same thing again. Okay. So they will do the research for some four to five, it's not a project a time over. They will work there, gain experience, get their credentials improved, and they will come back to their college or parent institution, possibly to continue with the inertia. Okay. But that is not going to help until unless the college infrastructure is also finally taken care of. We'll talk about that later. <coughs> Interdisciplinary center for interdisciplinary center for cyber security and cyber defense. Cyber security and cyber defense. Of critical infrastructure. Has been started, has been started at IIT Kanpur. Anyway, next, the QUST, 
अब देखो क्यों मैंने बोला कि पहले शॉर्ट फॉर्म बना अभी इंटरनेशनल वीमेंस डे हमने बनाया वर्क फोर्स साइंटिफिक वर्क फोर्स इन दी ग्लोबल सिनारियो थर्टी परसेंट ऑफ इट्स वर्क फोर्स एज फीमेल्स वेर एज इन इंडिया इट्स लेस देन फिफ्टीन परसेंट सो देर इज अज जेंडर डिस्पैरिटी दिस मिशन किरण इज मेन्ट फॉर फंडिंग इंडिविजुअल वीमेन साइंटिस्ट अभी समझ में आया किरण क्यों प्रकाश भी हो सकता था सेंस राइट सो वो बड़ा सोचा समझा एवेशन होता है ठीक है डिफरेंस बिटवीन बेसिक रिसर्च एंड अप्लाइड रिसर्च टॉक अबाउट इट लास्ट क्लास इंपॉर्टेंट होगा ये अंडरस्टैंडिंग आपके बेसिक और फंडामेंटल रिसर्च विज अभी Applied or translational research, ये टर्म मैंने यूज किया ठीक है और फंडिंग गवर्नमेंट फॉर रिसर्च दैट ऑल्सो हैज एम्प्लॉयमेंट जेनरेशन पोटेंशियल एम्प्लॉयमेंट जेनरेशन पोटेंशियल और दुमेन वर्किंग इन आई सी आर रिलेटेड इश्यूज इसके लिए हमने किरण एक पर्सन है सो so, इसके बैकग्राउंड में है टू ब्रिंग मोर जेंडर पैरिटी इन साइंस टू ब्रिंग मोर जेंडर पैरिटी इन साइंस ये तो हो गया इंडिविजुअल साइंटिस्ट के बाद अगला लिख लो कंसोलिडेशन ऑफ यूनिवर्सिटी रिसर्च कंसोलिडेशन ऑफ यूनिवर्सिटी रिसर्च For innovation and excellence, for innovation and excellence in science. बना दो शॉर्ट फॉर्म क्यूरी ये क्यूरी नहीं है बनाओ क्यूरी है ना तो अब देखो ये फॉलिंग भी हो सकता था जनाब बट दिस इज मेन्ट फॉर फंडिंग वुमेन यूनिवर्सिटीज विथ एक्स्ट्रा फंड टू बी पुट इन टू साइंस ठीक है दिस वॉज किरण वॉज मेन्ट फॉर इंडिविजुअल साइंटिस्ट क्यूरी इज फॉर ठीक है किरण क्यूरी बैकग्राउंड दोनों का क्या है ब्रिंग मोर जेंडर पार्टी ठीक है जनाब आगे बढ़ अगला देखो श्री देखा था हमने तो श्रीमान भी देखा साइंटिफिक रिसर्च इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर साइंटिफिक रिसर्च इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर For maintenance and network, important day. For maintenance and network, this was there in the you know national dailies very recently. November December time period was there. 
is also having an autolite name. Rent a lab policy. That's a very new thing. Rent a lab policy. Okay. Because I'll give you a few, you know, facts. Around 94% of the instruments that we use in our labs are imported. Meaning, only around 6% we have the ability to produce indigenously. Indigenous production. Imported out there. So, two major problems over Pahla, so given the hierarchical system that we have, we cause a huge time delay. A scientist who, who requires a particular, let's say, cryo electron microscope will you know, fill up the requisition form, things are the The other is, of course, it is costlier for us. Or a problem when the instruments arrive, in every institution there are a couple of people who are trained to handle it. Which means those two people are always working for the entire institution and always in demand. And that also means that those instruments are underutilized. You go to any institution and you find such instruments that are heavily underutilized. Just walk through the corridors, need not enter the labs also. You will find many of the instruments lying there on the corridor gathering dust, not being used. And as a you know, passage of time, they get into scrap value and they are possibly even end up getting sold as one. So, exchequer's money is lost. That's one problem. Another issue that we face with is that there are institutions who also, on the contrary, have lack of infrastructure. State universities, colleges, they have a parallel different problem. They lack the infrastructure. Keep this in mind. Did I in the last class tell you that the government of India is pushing more and more for applied research? I also told you that the government of India asked CSIR to generate half of its fund by itself. It cannot be that you are just around comfortably because you are confident that the budgetary allocation will come your way. So CSIR was asked in 2015 to generate 50% of its fund by itself, which means that they have to now look for the revenue sources. Now, what this rental lab policy is. Now, the rental lab policy wants every institution, which is a government institution or a government funded institution, to have a database of all the instruments that they possess. And then put up this database on their web platform. So they will, on their web page, mention the list of all the instruments that the institution is using. And for each of the instrument, they will also have to mention the free or available time during which these instruments could be, guess what, rented for a particular fee. 
So look at what it could be benefiting us with. First thing, with the fee, the institutions would be able to generate some bit of the revenue that they are now under the pressure to. Revenue generation hoga. So thoda sa ye cost rationalization bhi hoga. We'll be able to, you know, rationalize the cost that we have paid. If it is being used by more than one institution, rather than being underutilized, it will get an optimum utilization. And if it is being used rather than gathering dust, it will also be under proper maintenance. So it is to kill many birds with one stone kind of a policy. It answers so many of your concerns. Lack of infrastructure in some institution could be made up by time you can always you know rent it. And that's where the you know synergy will be brought in. I was very happy when I got to read this because I had thought in the similar line, you know, a couple of months back and I keep noting it on my Evernote. I remember something similar happened in my institution when uh, you know there used to be an electron microscope, although an antique one. But particularly valuable because of that. So there's a glass cage in which it was placed, it's not being used. But it was a bone of contention. Every you know department used to be like hum So it used to be you know left on the corridors. On one fine day I was just walking up the stairs, I found that it was not there. I got worried, I looked for it, never seen after. So, and then on my way back, I was just thinking that why the institutions uh, when they have to discard some of their old instruments not hand it over to some of the schools, so the primary schools or the secondary schools in India, which have the basic things lacking. So when you are getting the electronic, uh, electric microscope, why don't you give the conventional ones to them so that they can use it? So why don't we have a linkage? So when I read about this, largely vindicated, not in the same line, but similar nevertheless. So stream on policy, rental app, benefits the Rakhenge, revenue, maintenance, optimum utilization. Fine enough. That's about uh, the topic that we started the last class. This is not a monolith to ensure that you keep enriching this every other day in the newspaper, something or the other with respect to science policy comes. Please keep enriching this note until the day of the selection. Take a deep breath. Let's start with a very important topic. That would remain important for not less than three to four years. So we will cover uh, all the different aspects of the same. Jitne iske aspects bante, it's going to be a long discussion. Uh, first part of the discussion will have some, you know, intense conceptual discussion. So keep drawing the diagrams. Isse dher sare questions bante hain. Ek to banana aapke test mein bhi, uh, Before I start the CRISPR Cas9, why there is so much of collaboration around this? I might have said it in the earlier class also that genetic engineering is one area that has allowed humans to assume the role played by God. So that the humans are now taking the job of controlling the rate of the evolution of an organism as well as the direction of the evolution of an organism. So genetic engineering and the related biotechnology is all about Altering the genes of an organism. Let's say, I suggest <laughs> Let's say this is the zygote of a human. And let's say any cell 
has got its genome, the DNA in which the genes are present, present in the zygote. Let's say that's of human. But let's say the humans are not satisfied with the genes that this zygote has naturally inherited <coughs> from its parents. And they want an extra gene. I hope you know what the term gene refers to. Gene refers to a segment of the DNA that controls a particular trait. So what they want is, they want an extra gene from an unrelated species, a different species, brought or incorporated into its own, so that it may get that additional trait as well. This process of genetic engineering involves primarily the ability to cut the gene with extreme precision. That precision is the key. Because you are not allowed to cut anything less than the gene, neither are you allowed to cut anything more than that. So precise cutting is what that is the major challenge. Using that precise cutting tool, you cut it out and then using the different strategies, you may incorporate this. This shaded area refers to the foreign gene that has been incorporated, possibly giving rise to the organism with the trait that the person might not have acquired from its parents. That's what genetic engineering allows you to And that's why I said that humans are assuming the role otherwise <coughs> by nature or God. Now, if you have noted, I said the most important attribute of the genetic engineering is that precise cutting. And hence we require some very good tools. DNA or RNA, I believe all of you know, are nucleic acids. So the tool that we use to cut the nucleic acid could be an, could be an enzyme. Now, just as if you remember, I said lipase was an enzyme that cut the lipids. Proteases are the ones that cut the proteins. Amylases cut the carbohydrates. Similarly, the DNA or RNA cutting enzymes are called as nucleases. What kind of a nucleus do we need? Are we okay if we have an enzyme that very much like a Pac-Man goes on digesting from the end? That won't be, you know, useful. So, this would be called as an exonucleus. Not required. We require something that cuts inside. And hence, the nucleus has to be an endonucleus. Tell me, any endonucleus will do? No, we require something that precisely cuts at the right point. And hence, what we require is an enzyme that is called as a restriction endonucleus. Restriction because it is restricted to the site on DNA wherein it cuts. Restriction endonucleus is also called as RE. And see the beautiful connect in the way you call it, RE. And think of what Ari does in Hindi. <laughs> and look at this polarity with the foundation, you know, aspect of this. This will also cut the deal. Remember it today. Now, UPSC could also ask you in the language of biotechnology, what is the meaning of the term molecular scissors? Same as Ari, so Abhi Ari Bola, Abhi Caesar Bola, okay? Or biologists. Now, the point is, 
I have been serving us well when it comes to cutting and adding the genes in plants and animals. I mean, we have tried it in so many organisms, right? But when it comes to dealing with the zygote of humans, we get a little, you know, kept. Because despite RE being very precise, it may still at times be genetic, give wrong cuts. In the plants and animals that we are trying to tinker with, we may tolerate the, you know, unintended cuts. But the humans that we are working with, that's intolerable. How about you trying to knock out the gene that causes the curly hair, but there is a way we born without the kidney. <laughs> so you know an unintentional cut happened, and you cannot say sorry, and that is where the entire news around CC9 all about because CRISPR-Cas9 also like RE is a DNA cutting tool this time much more dependable. So with the advent of CRISPR-Cas9 technology editing the human genome has also become a practical possibility and that's why it is up and down. See. Now, let me take you to where are RE present, where are CRISPR-Cas present, how do they function, and how we humans get inspired to use it for our application. Keep drawing the diagrams. Say dental. Let's say this is a bacterial cell. Let's take the commonest the bacteria that you know of, Escherichia coli. Equally. It could be any rather. As any other cell, this E. coli, imagine, also has got its own DNA. Imagine sitting on <coughs> E. coli is a virus. I hope all of you know that viruses belong neither to the living nor to the non-living category. So they will behave as living if they get a host to parasitize. And they will behave as non-living and that's why they are called as viral particles if they don't have the host. That is to say that viruses are obligatory Yes, what? Parasites. I hope all of you know what the term parasites refer to. Something which depends on something else for nutrition, <laughs> shelter, protection, movement, whatnot. Okay. parasites Political parasites. Or academic parasites. Exam ke now, any virus comprises two things. One, the envelope proteins. That's called the envelope proteins. Before I take you any further, I hope all of you already know the central dogma of life. DNA giving rise to RNA giving rise to proteins. This is nothing but referring to genes because all of you know that genes are nothing but the functional DNA. Right? 
I'll try to explain this to you. So central dogma of life, matlab, any living entity will have it. Tell me one thing, how many genes do the humans have? Approximately 30,000 plus, right? Human Genome Project that will be. Are all the genes that we possess active all the time? For different stages, different genes are required. I'll give you a very unrelated but easy to understand analogy. Let's say you have a recipe book, Sanjeev Kapoor. You want to prepare mutton korma today. You know you are a clumsy cook. You will not carry the book to the kitchen. Because if you do, the gravy will fall in the book and even the key recipe would start smelling like fun, right? So, what you do is you get the photocopy of the page that you want to prepare, take that photocopy to the kitchen. Can we call that photocopy as a transcript? Okay. So, what happens is any gene that is to be active creates a photocopy in the form of, and the process is called transcription. Looking at the language in English or Hindi, whatever that you know, uh, sheet of paper has in, you use that language to convert the language in your pot, that's the mutton korma, that's the final product. So one language to the other is called as translation. A friend comes to your house and finds that book interesting, oh wow, I'll take it to Kumar's bookshop, get it replicated. Get a double copy of that book. So if the DNA produces the DNA, that's called as DNA replication. In process they come here, transcription, translation, replication, good. Up they go. Every protein hence, every protein hence can be traced back to its, its genes. So if these envelope proteins are there, all the envelope proteins might have their genes present inside. That's the second part of virus. Any virus will have genetic material, genetic material and envelope proteins. Ye do se milke koi bhi virus Tell me genetic material RNA or DNA? Ho ho it could be DNA or RNA. If you see it, it will be DNA. I have not seen double standard. Any virus that parasitizes a bacteria is called as bacteriophage. Let's start with the story now. Bacteriophage is a virus that parasitizes bacteria. Have you heard of something called as brood parasite? Mother coil, crafty. Now she lays her eggs in the gullible mother crow's nest and very craftily removes one egg from the nest so that you know the count also stays the same only to later on lift off the egg, which is hatched by the mother crow. Similarly, this virus is also a brood parasite, parasite for breeding purpose. What this virus does is inject its DNA, DNA, you can, DNA. So genetic material in inject karega and ensures that this genetic material DNA of the virus is incorporated by bacteria and just as the mother crow there, bacteria here assumes that this stretch of DNA is also its own. So bacteria believes that this stretch of DNA is not foreign, its own. Virus then takes over the entire working machinery of bacteria and makes it create many copies of the DNA. Many copies of DNA. Kya kar rahe Replication. So this area is replicated many number of times. And then virus also makes bacteria. Virus complete ka hoga. Other than genetic material, it also should have another protein. It also makes the bacteria produce its protein all around and package the virus into a full-fledged virus particle. Can you all agree? that the bacteria has turned into virus producing factory. 
So it so happens that once the bacteria is chock a block full of these viruses, the bacteria would rupture open and these viruses will all go and reinfect a new bacteria and start with the cycle again. That way they keep on growing. But try to understand. I have tried to portray as if E. coli, e. coli is a very helpless creature. Aram se aya, uske liye kaam kiya, marginya. Jabki it is just the reverse. The most successful organisms on this planet are bacteria. They came the first and they last the longest. They inhabit every single place on the planet. Hottest to the coldest to the saltiest to the alkaline most to the acidic most to the driest to the wettest. Every corner. So I might have said earlier there are only two things that are only present. One is God. <laughs> Which means they have a very strong survival strategy. They are not helpless. Which means they must have their own defense system, which you have read as. Guess what? Immune system. Just as your immunity is divided into two branches. One, that you are born with. Yes, innate immunity. Other, that you learn. Acquired or adaptive immunity. One and the same thing. Acquired or adaptive immunity. The answer is no. I'll recreate the entire scene. This time, we will have a different fate, however. Look at this. Imagine, this virus injects its DNA, hoping to be integrated. Inside the bacterial cell are floating around, are floating around, guess what? Floating around. Restriction under nuclear. So Ari naturally comes as a nuclear in bacteria. These Ari are very much like patrolling policemen who are going around looking for any foreign DNA. And if an Ari encounters a foreign DNA, it knows only one thing. So it chops down the foreign DNA piece. Uh, foreign DNA into pieces and in that way the viral attack is taken care of. But did you note I used the term if meaning that if Ari finds then to katega raising always a question what if it does not <coughs> you know what if it does not integrate karega kani aage does it mean that success using Ari depends upon Mathematical probability. Melatotik. Naito, you lose it. So the success against the virus using Ari depends upon chance event. And it is this Ari that falls under bacteria's innate immunity. Now tell me one thing. If bacteria has got successful against a particular bacteriophage, would it want to learn from it? So that if next time the same bacteriophage attacks, it does not depend on but kill it as a matter of fact. Are you getting my point? Is this what you call as adaptive immunity? Which is where comes the role of question <coughs> 
CRISPR Cas9 is a part of bacteria's adaptive immune system or acquired immune system. Fungal immunity or viral immunity. So RE was a part of innate immunity, CRISPR Cas9 is a part of adaptive immunity. Taking him, yes. So far so good. Have you people uh, been done with the concept of DNA fingerprinting? <laughs> so we know that even if we are all homo sapiens, we all have the same set of genes, but we still have some regions in the DNA that is unique to an individual, and that unique region could be used to ascertain the identity of a person. That is called as the DNA fingerprint. Similarly, can you agree that out of many fragments of the DNA that are generated, a particular fragment might be very unique to a particular a bacteriophage. Will it be wise for this bacteria to keep that small piece to itself so that using that it can match up and identify if the same one or Imagine if I have a picture of Vajiram and Ravi cut it into 20 pieces. I ask you which piece tells you for confirmation that it is Vajiram. You say the one in which there is a picture of the board. So that one piece which is most identifying is what that bacteria keeps to itself. Have you heard of it? the serial killer, Angulimani? <laughs> Kill a person, chop down the finger and make a garland of it. The best Angulimani that you could know of. Kill a virus, chop down a piece, keep to itself. And someone took it even further in one of the cluster, the fingers also have the fingerprint. So using that, you could add <laughs> two steps. Anyway, <laughs> so bacteria also keeps a little piece to itself. Keep that in mind. Let's start with the CRISPR gas. CRISPR stands for the CRISPR stands for clustered, clustered, regularly interspaced, regularly interspaced, short. Short palindromic P A L I N D R O M I C. Short palindromic repeats. Short palindromic repeats. Bracketmelic look. It is a fragment of DNA. Yahapka is where your test way question has a answer. It is a fragment of DNA. Found in the genome of found in the genome of few bacteria. Few bacteria. Examine kya puja test na? It is an enzyme. So is it an enzyme? No, it's a DNA. The DNA. Not an enzyme. See, we'll come to that. So what does it say that CRISPR is nothing but a small fragment of DNA found in the bacterial genome? So imagine that this small stretch could be a CRISPR. We'll zoom into that later on. Cas ke liye CRISPR associated system. CRISPR associated system. Bracket me liye nuclear enzyme. So now you know what is the nuclear enzyme. So cutting point karega. Cas karega. Let's decode the CRISPR. What is the palindrome? Alright, 
Palindrome in English is any word that reads the same forward and backward. Mom, Dad, Nitin, Naman, Malayalam, Hindi Mola, Jahaj. So these are palindromes. Is DNA also a sequence of letters? Unlike 20, you know, this 26, we have just four. If I draw a DNA, is DNA a double-stranded molecule? All right. One strand is comprising, let's say, the sequence G, A, T, and C. Can you people guide me with the sequence of the other strand? Good. Now, considering you know it, can we say that the DNA strands are parallel to each other? Looks to be. But it is parallel in a unique manner. It is parallel very much like these candles. Parallel to hair, but their ends don't match. That's called as being anti-parallel. Just, just remember that one end of the DNA is called as 5 prime end, the other is called as 3 prime end. So if this DNA is also anti-parallel, this would be 5 prime. And as a matter of convention, DNA is always read from 5 prime to 3 prime. The sequence of both these strands, how are they reading? Are they reading the same? as is the spirit of palindrome. So this DNA would be called as a palindromic DNA. Are DNA or the palindromic? You can write any random sequence on DNA and check for yourself. Could be little. A, D, G, T. Could be a apologetic. Just try reading. A, D, G, T, A, C, C, T. Is it the same? No. So that's non-palindrome. So there are only very few sequences, just a few words are palindromic. Now what does let's zoom into this. CRISPR says that it is a repeat of it is a repeat of palindrome. So let's say this is the entire stretch of DNA. This is palindrome number one. And every time I write P, you may imagine GATC. Palindrome number two, palindrome, palindrome number three, palindrome number four, so on. Do you see I'm not drawing palindromes as adjacent part of the DNA? Read the full form and you'll get the answer. It says clustered regularly. Interspaced, meaning after palindrome, there might be non-palindrome region, again palindrome, non-palindrome region, palindrome, non-palindrome region. I know it is getting a bit complex here, but So between the two palindromes, the region is called as spacer DNA. Let's call it as a spacer DNA. SP1, spacer 1, spacer 2, spacer 3, spacer 4. To see how the dots get connected. You remember bacteria had kept a small little piece with itself. This spacer is that small fragment of the bacteriophage that bacteria decided to keep with itself. So if I have said SP1, SP2, SP3, SP4, they are four spacers. 
how many different bacteriophages the bacteria has <coughs> developed adaptive immunity against? One. Simple as that. So these spacer originally belonged to bacteriophages. But considering it is so unique of that bacteriophage that it was kept by bacteria for identification purpose. Clear the answer? That's Now, third scenario, we'll go scenario was bacteria lost to the water. Third was, it did win, but by chance. Chance event. Third, when it has developed adaptive immunity and will win as a certainty. Just as you get chicken pox, you survive that, you don't get it. After that. Because every time the virus tries to, you know, uh, colonize you, you hit against it. That's adaptive immunity. Third scenario, they get it. Before I take you forward. Can you agree that the two strands of DNA are very much like a zip? And so that that machine. So the two strands of DNA are connected with each other very much like the zips are. Two strands. Let's say one strand, second strand. How did I define RNA? Did I define RNA as the photocopy of the DNA? Right? So if I have created an RNA from it as by the process of transcription, it would be a photocopy of either of the two. So Manlo is a photocopy hai, strand number one. Ka. So if it is a photocopy of strand number one, can it bind with strand number two? So can we say the RNA of a DNA can bind to the same DNA? But keep that in mind. Let's say this bacteriophage in a la 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 mode, not knowing that its papa had lost the battle earlier, decides to attack the virus. And as is in the nature, injects its DNA, hoping that this DNA would get incorporated and it will increase its kingdom. But look at this. But a bacteria non-stop, 24-7, keeps making RNA out of RNA out of all these spacers that are there. So what do we have? We have the photocopy of SP1 in the form of RNA in huge concentration inside the cell. There's our RNA built up over does it mean that if this RNA finds SP1 somewhere else, following from the same theory, may bind to it? Where is this SP1 somewhere else? I told you. So this RNA might go and bind to the SP1 region of this bacteriophage's DNA. Make sense? And that is where the checkmate has already happened. What this has created is a unique thing in the biological world and that is called as RNA-DNA 
So every time you get a spacer, you create you know space between palindrome and So it is quite possible that there might be some palindromes which are adjacent to each other, meaning they have got a space left for the new semicolon. But again, the details which are not required. Don't go for it. Now, one last little thing. How do we use in our systems? The entire world is scared the huge potential that it has and the easy technology that has become. That it will be very possible that people are now going to start preparing genetic collages. So collage making challenge. Imagine Karo, this is the zygote of a to be human which will have a baby having hyper curly hair. <laughs> which their parents have been inheriting through ages want to get rid of. Now, they know that this is the gene which is responsible for this thing. So, what they want is this gene to be knocked out. If this is the gene which is to be knocked out, you see how we will do. Do you remember the drug delivery instrument liposome? <coughs> Inside this, we will package a photocopy of this DNA in the form of in the form of RNA and then also package inside and fuse this. At the moment that fusion happens, where would the RNA go and bind? And the moment there is an RNA DNA hybrid, who has also entered? And that will generate a baby who would be born. We have not about replacing the other one, which means the experiment is a longer one. We are just looking at one little part of it. So this is how simple it has become to remove the genes. Any gene that you want to remove, you just need to prepare an RNA against it. UPSC may rather use the term guide RNA. Because it is this RNA which is guiding, yes, who, where to cut. Okay. So, simple simple, I was hell surprised to see that there were few C, C9, this for Cas9, DIY videos also. <laughs> Do it yourself videos. <laughs> I don't know where we are headed. Take a few statements before I take you to the applications, recent developments, the controversies, the Indian scenario, and human humanity. Look, it is a revolutionary tool. It is a revolutionary tool that would allow scientists that would allow scientists to change at will. That would allow scientists to change at will any DNA sequence. Any DNA sequence of any living organism of any living organism in a precise manner, in a precise manner. Unlike 
unlike unlike any other previously known technique unlike any other previously known technique c c9 this for cas9 is so how is it different remarkably simpler simpler faster cheaper and more precise matlab aap soch sakte ho kyun hai itna crazy iske liye bacteria
cut it and neutralize the attack in the process. So, take last statement, paragraph change of the lake of Amara Lake has been. Since 2012, CC9 has shown potential, has shown potential for various genetic engineering applications. various genetic engineering applications and may soon become and may soon become a dependable tool a dependable tool in genetic engineering in genetic engineering in genetic engineering I'm so sorry, in gene therapy. Last time gene therapy I'm so sorry. Gene therapy. Okay. Uh, I hope everyone knows what gene therapy is. Must have been covered in the class. Right. You might be knowing that gene therapy falls under two categories. Somatic cell-like gene therapy and the germline gene therapy. I hope you might also be knowing the difference between the somatic cells and the germ cells. Very important. All the cells of your body to which you derive some function for yourself are somatic cells. So, Lakhbak Sari, all the cells are here to serve you only. Which means, along with you, they will also be going after your body. But germ cells are the ones that don't function for you, but they take a part of you to the next generation. And that is called as the sperm cells in the males and the ovum cells in the females. So they don't have a particular function for the person in which they are found. You all know that the fusion of the sperm cell and the ovum cell, the fertilization, leads to creation of zygote, and that zygote gives rise to the individual. So the next generation individual is the result of germ cells. Can you say the next generation individuals will also have their own set of somatic cells and the germ cells? Can you also say that both the somatic cells and the germ cells of the next generation individuals are the result of the earlier generations? Does it mean, now get careful, any genetic change in the germ cell would be Permanent. So, very careful. Any genetic editing, if you have done in the germ cell, it will be carried forward to the next generation. It will be also modified. That will be carried forward. Meaning, once you change, it is changed for permanence. And that is why there is a huge controversy related to human germline editing. And our entire discussion begins for would be on this human germline energy because if a person agrees for getting the somatic cell genes altered as the person dies the somatic cells also go with him so yes somatic cells you have a so any changes in the somatic cells are not carried forward so that's a person person's choice i want to be right 
But when you alter the germ cell, you want to say that the I want the humanity to carry this gene. So there are two decisions. And hence there is a huge debate all around that. We'll talk about that. Keep that in mind and let's start with quickly going through some of the possible applications of this podcast name. Is CRISPR-Cas9 a technology? No, it's a tool. I told you, it is just a betterment over <laughs> So, new application not happen. Why are applications okay? more efficient, better? So, you can think of all the applications that you have already noted for uh, the biotechnology. For example, gene editing of gene editing of organisms. Gene editing of organisms. Yes, organisms may of course will include both plants and animals. So just as plants participate editing or generating high yielding varieties, XYVs, right? Or for generating the resistant crops, resistant against yes what? Pests, flood, drought. Salinity, alkalinity, so on and so forth. So let's say the incumbent government says that we would uh, get the gene from the lotus <laughs> and get it incorporated into the wheat plant for the wheat plant to have blood resistance. <laughs> So for that, again, for nutrient improvement, okay, nutrient enrichment, you have gotten guys. Question is, they marketing that vitamin A. So other logos marketing with golden guys, vitamin A, vitamin A, vitamin A. Anyway, so these are some of the purposes. Animals, what are they doing? Same, high-ending variety. What are they doing? I am ready for the milk, meat, wool, fur, all that. Fire production. Imagine what you sheep, a lot of other engineers. Or Bakra is a Bakra, or Nalan Resistance against the pest, all that. Same animals are The biggest fear about this technology is the possibility of creation of uh, babies. So there's a possibility that people will start getting the babies designed. Ah, and I told you this technology has become made it appear so easy that it might happen anytime. So imagine a Justice Bumrah who can, uh, you know, <laughs> go the past year century. So, Pali in bringing your karma, century in Marega. Designer Bumrah. So, the other day I took this example in the class and I was like, Chakka Madhya. So, what did I say? <laughs> anyway, so designer baby a possibility. So we, you know, tailor-made babies only. Gene therapy that we've already seen, both somatic cell line and germline gene therapy. 
खतरा जो ऑनलाइन पे आगे बात करेंगे उससे ऑल्सो लिख लो सीसीएन कुड बी यूज्ड फॉर द प्रोडक्शन ऑफ बायोलॉजिकली यूजफुल प्रोडक्ट्स यूजफुल प्रोडक्ट्स लाइक हार्मोन्स एंटीबॉडीज एंजाइम्स एटसेट्रा कैसे करते हैं मैं अभी नहीं बताऊंगा नोबेल प्राइज में यही कवर होगा पहला तो ड्रग रेजिस्टेंस है ना मल्टीपल ड्रग रेजिस्टेंस डेवलप हो जाता है दूसरा अगर आपको याद हो मैंने किसी क्लास में बताया होगा कि ह्यूमन गट द एंटायर बॉडी इज अ होम टू अ नंबर ऑफ माइक्रो ऑर्गेनिज्म मच मोर देन आवर ओन सेल्फ आई टोल्ड यू एंड आई टोल्ड यू यू कैन नॉट विश देम अवे यू शुड नॉट बिकॉज़ दे देयर प्रेजेंस इज इंपॉर्टेंट इन आवर सर्वाइवल लेट मी टेक दिस स्टेप फॉरवर्ड एंड सरप्राइज यू बाय सेइंग दैट योर एंटायर पर्सनालिटी इज कंट्रोल्ड बाय the bacterial diversity that you have in your system can you imagine now try connecting this with the age old wisdom that we have just taken for granted jaisa khaye an waisa hoye man you see based on the food that you consume you allow certain group of bacteria to grow jaisa food hoga uske hisab se bacteria grow karega i told you your persona is controlled by the bacterial diversity is an established fact class work ka bhi google ka research karna you get to know how important that the bacterial diversity is and then when you eat the antibiotics to kill a disease causing pathogen or an intruder you may also you know lose your home grown swan which are important for you so two problems antibiotics that ek to development of resistance dusra indiscriminate killing of your useful bacteria so you require antibiotics which are smart enough to kill the resistant ones and also to kill only the pathogens leaving the useful ones intact abhi aapne padha hoga in february there was this news that a group of scientists from indian institute of science they have enlisted all the species of bacteria that is found in a typical indian gut if you ever wondered why indian gut why not human gut now you see because it depends on the diet So based on the Indian diet, the Indian gut will have a different bacteria vis-a-vis -vis other people, right? So people with suicidal tendencies, it has been established. There was a published paper that says have shown a similar group of bacteria forming. So look at how strong the influence of these bacteria was. Okay. So now let's see. And here, I will give you a little more addition. I will tell you. You have been taught. What is the role of appendix? This is a pathogen. Any bacteria that has caused disease in you. What antibiotic smart bomb would be? Can you imagine a liposome? 
inside it number of RNAs against different regions along with Cas9 fuse karo. All these RNAs will go and bind, creating RNA DNA. Cas9 will cut it down. So have we ensured specific killing of the
there is so much of social, cultural, and you know, religious and all taboos that are associated. That after death, you don't have to give it. And then the good thing is, uh, you don't donate. You never donate. You just pledge. Yes, I'm only worried in that. So that you, you just have to pledge the organ. When the donation happens, it's not you. So, so I found a good reason to justify to my mom when she was down against it. I said, see, if I want to have the short, you know, short shot ticket to the heaven, I should ensure that my body weighs the lightest so that the people carrying me should be blessing me more. This is a good point. <laughs> Finally, she did agree. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what these people uh, they they have been doing at Howard again is they took the dry goat of uh, to be pig and they did the genetic modifications again. This for cast time, you know how, so that the genes could lead to the development of human heart. And uh, much to their present surprise, when it was. Uh, implanted into the uterus of a prepared mother pig and after uh, a couple of months when it was you know surgically taken out much to the pleasant surprise the human heart was taking shape uh, can you imagine the deadly combination into palaces were and if it escapes so we can use it like the animal could be slaughtered for the meat and uh, we can get the organ out from them. But that uh, possibly comes from this assumption, which is a very wrong ethical assumption by the human, that any other organism in the entire ecosystem is here or exists only to serve our interests. Right. Last year, 
An American team. An American team. Successfully removed the gene. Successfully removed the gene from human embryo responsible for causing cardiac hypermyotrophy cardiac hypermyotrophy yes for application and research for research public experiment purpose for research public experiment purpose तो मतलब अब हम ह्यूमन के एम्ब्रियो पे भी एक्सपेरिमेंट चालू कर चुके हैं टू प्रूव दैट सी सी नाइन कुड बी यूजफुल टूल फॉर जीन थेरेपी है ना तो जीन रेस्पॉन्सिबल Has kept the WBCs activity to a level. Why has it not made it aggressive in the first place? 
for the simple reason that it will start killing non-muscles also. So the fear is that it does not turn out to be autoimmunity problem. टेक्नोलॉजी की बात करो या फिर जेंडर डिटर्मिनेशन और अल्ट्रासोनोग्राफी गेटिंग टू नो दिसऑर्डर्स इन द फीचर्स and how we use it for selective abortion female feticide all those illegal ivf centers that are going on around in the country so we know that any technology when it comes to regulation our performance has been far from good and that is why we know that even if we allow it for the experiment purpose we never know when the experiment will start walking among us <laughs> <laughs> and that is why india is playing safer india liplo bans usage of cc9 on humans on human uh, you know germinal identity right for human germinal identity both for experiment and application purpose so hum experiment karne ka bhi risk nahi le rahe kyunki maine pehle bata diya bada simple technology hai theek hai acha dhyan rakho lekin hame saath saath jipe use karne se to kisi ne roka nahi hai तो हम बता देते हैं हमने भी कुछ योगदान किया लिख लो इंडिया डेवलपमेंट में हम साथ सब्जियों में यूज कर रहे हैं पहला लिखो नेशनल एग्री बायोटेक्नोलॉजी इंस्टीट्यूट नेशनल एग्री बायोटेक्नोलॉजी इंस्टीट्यूट नबी इज शॉर्ट फॉर्म नबी दक्षिण मोहाली हैज डेवलप्ड Has developed a rich vitamin A content, rich vitamin A content, rasthali variety of bananas, rasthali variety of bananas. Or you can look, Junagadh Agricultural University. Will you go? Go. Junagadh Agricultural University is developing cholesterol-free groundnuts. Cholesterol-free groundnuts. Or the other. Okay. That brings us to one latest development around which the entire controversy now revolves. Last year, December, there was an international convention on human genome editing in China, Shenzhen Province. and in that convention there was a chinese scientist who made an announcement that shocked the entire world particularly shocked were the western you know scientific community i don't know why now this chinese fellow with the name he jian koi please remember when i say he i'm not referring to a pronoun <laughs> proper now so every time i'll say he did that i mean he did that right this for 
Robertson, he announced to the public out there that he had edited the zygote of humans and removed a particular gene. Please remember the gene's name, CCR5. I hope all of you know how to remove now. DIY try any kind. CCR5 gene. And this CCR5, please remember, is present in all the humans. <coughs> Role of the CCR5 is to facilitate entry of HIV, human immunodeficiency virus, into human cell. So CCR5 gene is in our cells, it makes a door to HIV. Ke entry ke and you know that viruses are powerless until they enter a cell. Out of the cell, so it is the CCR5 gene which is important here. What he has said is he has knocked it out and then he announced that from this zygote, two girls have already taken shape by the name Lulu and Nana. Anyway, so these two girls have already born. This shocks the entire world. But then theoretically it is assumed that these girls, because they don't have the CCR5 gene, they should be immune against HIV. The world is scandalized. But given the huge potential that appears on the board here, there are some muffled voices of support also coming in. People in very, you know, low volume are also supporting that, okay, this is a good practice. Why I am saying that the Western community, particularly if not to scandalize sound, because what has been their own ethical standard in the science that they have been doing so far? First and foremost, example how many of you know that how HIV became an epidemic in the humans? How did HIV become an epidemic? Monkeys say, chimpanzees in particular, but how? See, the point is, despite this being such a big disease, everyone knows what the virus is, what the disease is, how it happened, but no one tells how it happened for the first time. And then all the false theories have been forcefully been made to exist like the meat-eating behavior, unnatural sex and whatnot. Let me tell you how it happened. These Westerners, they were in a mad race to get the polio vaccine. It was well known that to develop the polio, you have to use some primate species. The preferred choice was the rhesus monkey that used to be sent from India. That was a limiting factor. It's not rhesus monkey, but it's experimental. It was said and understood very well that never use the chimps because the chimps have a relative of HIV in them called SIV and hence the polio vaccine that you develop in the chimps might be contaminated with this. But this fellow completely ignoring went to Africa, developed on the freely available chimpanzees, worked on it, developed the polio vaccine. Poverty is the biggest crime. The poor, you know, Africans were taken for forceful vaccination and this is how they introduced HIV to us. We should be profusely apologetic and stay so for as long as HIV remains a problem in this world. But they are sounding so, Sabi, Asta Kardiya. 
But another thing, I want all of you just to have a little bit of maturity over the issue. I'm not supporting him particularly, but just to say that there are more than what appears. Ekchodos aspect dekho. Are you prepared raising the concept of three parent baby? Right. You know that in our zygote, in our zygote that may give rise to the, you know, humans, is present the nucleus. Inside the nucleus is present, yes, the chromosomes. Kitne chromosomes? 23 pairs. When I say pair, I mean one half of the chromosome is contributed by to be father, the other half by to be mother. But you see the total, what is chromosome? Packaged DNA. Packaged DNA. So the entire 23 pairs of chromosome account for not 100, but 99.9% of your genes. So that claim that the babies are born by the 50% genetic contribution each by the father and mother is scientifically a flawed one. Which was my, you know, International Women's Day message. That it is not 50-50. The genes are also present in the mitochondria, that remaining 0.1%. And that is exclusively contributed by, so the mothers always contribute more. So the nature has designed the females more superior. There is no argument that will come to this. But then, it is quite possible that the genes present in the mitochondria can be defective as well. And in that case, comes the role of a third parent lady who gives her mitochondria to replace the defective one. And hence the name. <coughs> and hence it is also called as mitochondrial replacement therapy. Tell me one thing. Is this change that we have done in the genes, even if it is done in the 0.1%, not permanent? Yes, it is. Because babies unke mitochondria normal the change is permanent. So why this halablu around all that? Because the genetic changes through three parent baby has already been legalized in 2015 by UK for therapy purpose. So genetic changes are happening already. Huh. No doubt this fellow has opened up the Pandora's box because now we are going to be tinkering with the larger Keep these things in mind and let me take you to the last section. The human germline editing. So all the points of criticism that you could mention other than the application so Human germline editing is question expected to come. This year, next year, because this is going to be a very hot topic for the next We will look into the human journal editing from some broad angles. The most important ethics. It could be ethically questioned and claim that is it right for the humans to control <coughs> control Self-evolution. Evolution is ethically right. How ethical is it 
the possibility of designer babies simply selecting the traits and getting the traits as polytypes. And then the ethicists say that it will lead again to a divide in the society, that ancient you know, argument, we have and have nots. But please remember, these haves and have-nots are not with respect to the material possession. This is the genetic makeup that will be there for the generations that could not be changed. It's a huge ethical issue and both are valid. Dutra reglement, issue of ecology. So how is it justifiable ecologically? Number one. The question is, how would the genetically edited organism be impacting the ecosystem's stability? How will it impact the ecosystem's stability? I hope all of you agree that we have the concept of food web. So it's a web. And can you agree that food web is very much like a you know, structure made out of the back of cards? And imagine one card has got its shape suddenly from rectangular to change into circular to genetic engineering. So will it impact the stability of the entire structure? So any change in one organism can have its ramifications in the entire ecosystem. Stability. Dusra. Second. The experts believe, and they have an experimental basis behind it. There is the possibility of lateral transfer of genes. Lateral transfer of genes. Normally, how do the genes transfer? From one generation to the other generation, isn't it? That's called as vertical transfer. But if the genes transform from one person living to another living person, that's called a lateral or horizontal transfer. Horizontal or lateral transfer. Now, it is quite possible that an organism which has undergone gene editing, which you will know that, are we cutting at a targeted site? So the gene editing is done with target in mind. Is it giving you desired effect or a desired effect, certainly. But in case there is a lateral transfer, the gene from the edited animal may get transferred to the plant or vice versa accidentally if it is happening by itself in the plants will it be targeted target was caused by humans so it would be random and if it is random will it give you desired effect no undesirable consequences you may as well imagine catastrophic as well <coughs> this possibility again has to be guarded against that is also called as gene pollution. Gene pollution. Technology. So from the point of technology, number one, the changes are, we all know, permanent in nature. Permanent in nature. So cannot be undone. So imagine someone gets the germline changed and the kids are born and they again marry 
and then cross continental exchanges 50 saal ke baad we know that the change that we have done 50 years back is not doing us correct can you undo that no the changes are permanent so the damage cannot be undone if it happens second despite its precision there are chances of non still even if it is a minor chance non specific cuts non specific cuts with disastrous consequences so if mr he jiankue is made to vouch for the you know prestigious of his experiment he say yes i can vouch for it that ccs file has been removed taken but if his question are you sure no other gene has been touched he cannot take that so that's the worry like jo dikh raha hai wahi hai aisa nahi hai absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence so this will be very difficult to establish and you know what these girls are put under observation for 18 years now unki life to barbad ho gayi they will be like guinea pigs always under the observation kya unke sab kya chal raha fine so other than all these major issues that will bring in into answer there are issues of patent complexities the cost secondary features are but important hai over this ऑन precautionary principle kya principle it assumes the technology to be harmful until proven until proven safe until proven safe so we katagina protocols we ethic principle pe based hai that's an international regulation jo dusra regulation ka principle hum follow kar sakte hain wo hai permissive principle is just the reverse yes it assumes the technology to be safe until proven harmful until proven harmful all right china preferably goes for the permissive we will see we are bahut hain बाकी जनरली रिकॉर्ड the race of human germinal editing using crispr cas9 undoubtedly china will always keep leading this the communist way of working gives them this advantage theek hai that's about the human germinal editing sare sab dekh liye apne keep it in mind take a deep breath and हाँ ये और हो गया सवाल है पूछ लो
We'll try to understand few the fundamental traits of laser and then the applications possible. How to produce again that methodology will not be important. So, what is the laser? How is it different from the normal light source? Imagine this is the light source, let's say the incandescent lamp that you know for or the light right above your head. You see that the light is coming in all the directions. And that's how one source of light could serve so many people. But if you have used this device in a childhood, some still do, the laser beams, you know, they go in one direction only. So they are unidirectional. One thing. Palatine. And how is it different? You see, this light appears white in color because it comprises all the seven that make up the spectrum. So it has got different wavelengths. You get that? So you see, the white light comprises the light of all colors so that when they superimpose, they give you white. But you must have all seen that the laser beams, they have a particular color. Red, green, you know, orange, yellow, blue, whatever, a particular color will be there. Meaning, they don't comprise all the wavelengths. They are what is called as monochromatic. Chroma is for color and mono for one. So, monochromatic or they are made up of single wavelengths. Third scenario, they Imagine this is a wave. We we'll go for a simple presentation. Wave number one. This is wave number two. And both the waves are moving in this direction forward. With time, so they are moving forward. This is the center. Let's say if I mark a particular point in time, the wave one was moving up, the wave two was going down. Another point in time when I just froze. Wave number one was coming down, the wave two was moving up. That is said to be a situation when the two waves are what is called to be <coughs> out of phase or incoherent. Incoherent. On the contrary, we may also have a scenario something like this, wave number one. Wave number two, wave number three, and you can see that they are doing kadamtal. <laughs> so this march past, when one raises, the other one rises, the other one rises, is said to be a situation when these waves are in phase or are said to be coherent. The second scenario reflects this scenario in laser. We heard. <coughs> That laser comprises the coherent beam. These three fundamental traits giving the intensity to the laser is what that is some that differentiates it from the normal light. Keep that in mind. Fundamental traits are that number. Applications they look. Rosy reaction, there is a application, so whatever this is. Laser printers, 
these are pointers. I know, people giving presentation, you must have seen in their pen is also like they have a To detect intrusions. Movies may go, or he rake is Anyone who crosses that gets detected. To detect intrusions, all you know, barcode scanners, shopping experience. Right? So barcode scanners. Aliklo, they are useful in surgical interventions. Surgical interventions. Yes, for cancer removal, for lens correction surgery, etc. Cancer removal, lens correction surgery, etc. For materials cutting, for materials cutting. Have you seen CDs, DVDs at different angles? You see the etchings that are there. So those etchings are done by the laser. Abhi, uh, I just read in the Times of India if you have ever gone, you know, been to. So, I that you know, I have been to the Times of India. So, I have been to the Times of India. So, I have been to the Times of India. So, I have been to the Times of India. So, I have been <laughs> As optical tweezers, so Nobel Pillar for this to be the Now, this expands the letter. Can I optical tweezers? And... Particle of glass. <coughs> when you allow 
will be light to pass through. Will be light bend. What happens? Refraction of light. And as the light undergoes a refraction, and it has got momentum, will it push the beam? So using light and its tiny momentum, we can use to push the tiny particles. The optical tweezers application is optical tweezer after its application in the biological system. So imagine this glass bead is present inside a living cell. And inside this living cell, this glass bead is attached to or attached with a molecule. Yes, what's that molecule? We all know the molecule of DNA. Tweezer ka matla hota hai. Yes, what is it? What's the tweezer? <laughs> if you have been to an optician you know, store, you will find that there are very small forces using which he picked the small screws that his fingers cannot handle. So, so this is you know, a tweezer with which you can pick small things. Imagine within the cell, if there is something that you want to, you know, start for a translocation of an Yami, Nas, So you don't have the ability to pick those DNA and pull, right? So what you do is attach it on the glass bead, use the light beam's momentum, and then as the bead will move, what will it carry along? So the DNA could be, you know, shifted to a new location. So you have to progress So that's how the process has been developed. And why only DNA? Any molecule in the cell could be moved from a place to the other. So experimental purpose here is a huge, huge development. So now I understand, optical tweezer because we are using light to pick tiny entities and move. Applications like One, to pull or displace to pull or displace microscopic components present inside the cell. Components present inside the cell. To test the strength. To test the strength of molecules. Molecules like DNA, protein, cell membrane, etc. So, so twist, stretch. Can you imagine two glass beads, two different strands of the DNA? And then zip it up. So, you get to know what's the strength of that. Simple as that. It's a beyond UPC. So, for manipulating within the cells, that's what the award has been given. All right. What is the approximate speed of light? Three to ten for eight meters per second. That's the huge speed of the light and the limitation of speed for any physical object. So let's say if you have a laser device which you have fired for how much? One second. So, how long a pulse of laser will be created from that? 
Stay steely. All the best for all of you.